Building wealth isn't just about hustle and grind. Every day, huge deals are being made and a small group of people are making quantum leaps forward, building wealth faster than most dream possible, almost like they have the Midas touch. What makes them different? They chose to break away, to build a mindset of abundance, to spot opportunities others overlook. On Breakaway Wealth, we'll unlock the secrets to breaking out of the herd, thinking big, and building wealth on our own terms. And now let's join our host, the founder of Create Tailwind and your abundance advocate, Jim Oliver. Welcome back. This is Jim Oliver. And with me today is uh, my co-host, Nick Costco. Nick, how are hey, you doing today? Buddy? On again. It's always a pleasure. Thanks. Yeah, it's uh, always a lot of fun. It's always a lot of fun to share with the audience and been getting some good feedback on uh, some of the topics. And, uh, you know, last week, the go-giver is always uh, a fun uh, topic to talk about. And um, I was looking, I was reading about a book called, uh, it's called Give and Take. You know, mm -hmm. are you a giver or a taker? I don't know. Have you read that book? I have not. I haven't either, but I'm going to definitely check it out while I'm uh, having a little downtime over Christmas vacation here. You, you sure it's not called The Go-Getter? I think it was called The Give and Take. Hmm. <laughs> but but I could be wrong. We'll let the audience know next week when uh, when I find the book, and uh, I'm sure I'll uh, tackle it in a few days. Well, it looks like you're, you're not in a South Dakota winter wonderland. You're down there uh, enjoying yourself. And you got the I ceiling am, fan. And I'm the at my... Yeah, I'm I'm at my house in Southwest Florida, and I, it's my happy place. I've already ridden my bike today, and I've uh, <laughs> done a little fishing, and enjoyed the Florida sun. So, all right, cool. Yeah, we are getting the cold front though, Nick. On Friday, it's going to get down to 69 down here. So, you know, <laughs> you better get a jacket or something. You know, so. <laughs> but you know, hey, it's a uh, it's the Christmas season. And the one thing I, I've noticed down here, we've talked about this a lot over the years, but these car uh, manufacturers, man, they are in the giving spirit, right? <laughs> I mean, they're giving away cars for 0% interest. Isn't that cool? Well, I mean, it, it sounds like the logical thing to do. I, I, I take it you're out shopping? Well, no, no, no. I try not to shop. I, my, my kids are, um, and my wife are going to Disney for three or four days. That's their, that, trust me, that, 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 that'll cost me more than uh, Christmas gifts. There'll be plenty bought there. Well, you know, it must be slow, slow auto times here too, because uh, on our way, we were running some errands this weekend and we drove past, like there's this little part in town that has all the big auto dealerships right there lined up against this major street. Yeah. And then every car, I mean, there's probably a good hundred, no joke between four or five different dealerships and a major discount, like five figure discounts or 0% financing on every one of these windshields. So that's a big, that's a big word, that or word, isn't it? It is a big word. It's only two letters, but it's a big word. By the way, do you think that GM makes more money manufacturing cars or financing them? Mm, man, I don't know. I, I would think I grew up in an auto industry house and it seemed like uh, Ford made a lot of money selling cars is just what it looked like to me. You know, they make more money financing them. Mm. But how do they do that, Nick, at 0% uh, interest rate? 
I don't know. It sounds like a, like three card Monty, like it, that zero is the distractor or something. Yep. Something doesn't add up. If they're making the 0% interest on finance, but they're making all the money on financing them, they must have a lot of volume. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so, a lot of revolutions. A lot of revolutions, a lot of turns. That's but right. no, car dealerships or car manufacturers make more money on financing the car than they do on manufacturing it. But this 0% interest is a bait and switch. Now, Auto Trader would tell you it's not, that <laughs> they're just making the money on the car. Now, what they mean by that, though, is let's say that you could finance a car for $35,000, 48 months, 0% financing, okay? That, that is $729 a month. Now, if you go to the bank and you get cash from your bank or you get uh, borrow the money from your bank, which if you bring money to the dealership, they don't care whether you borrowed it from somewhere else or it's out of your checking account, and you go buy the car cash, they, they offer, uh, in this particular example, a $4,000 rebate. Now, think about yeah. that. You're buying a $31,000 car for $35,000, 0% interest, and you get to break it up over 40, 48 months. So you know what that means? That means you paid a little bit over 6% interest for the car because you're paying all the interest up front. Now, so you, you're reminding me of, of a discovery that I had with that four years ago. Tell me about so it. I remember, I, I remember it was three or four years ago. I remember calling you because, you know, we see these ads, but sometimes there's a lot of trickery in the ad, right? Like you got to read the fine print. And right there in the newspaper was this, um, for a Ford dealership here in town, was in black and white, this F-150. They wanted uh, $39,999 for it. Or, yep. or, or let's see, if you paid cash, it was $24,995 or whatever. Right. Or you could get 0% financing for 72 months. Right. So I called the dealership that Saturday and this, this friendly voice answers, she's all bright and bubbly. And I said, Hey, I'm thinking about coming down and buying your truck. And I, and I read this off and I said, before I come down there, I just wanted to, to verify what I'm reading. Cause, um, this, this sounds amazing. And, um, I said, so you're telling me that if I come down there, I pay cash, it's going to cost me about 25,000 bucks. I said, or I can get your 0% financing and it's going to cost 39,000. And she goes, hold on a second. Let me put you on hold. Let me go verify with my sales manager. Mm -hmm. Puts me on hold and the bubbly voice comes back. She's very excited to tell me the news. And she says, yes, that's correct, sir. And I said, no, wait a second. I'm not real smart, but that sounds about like, I don't know, eight. I was doing a quick math on top of my head, eight, 10% interest. So that's like 15,000 more I have to pay. And there was crickets on the other end of the line, Jim. Right. And she goes, oh. And right there in black and white, I took a screenshot of it. Yep. Because yep. I've not seen a dealership advertise it like that. Now, they don't do that anymore in their ads here. And that was three years mm -hmm. ago. But they all doing it, like you said, whether there's either hidden uh, or right on the open rebates that they're offering if you pay cash. Right. Well, you know, that's the thing is the, the rebate is there. It's either published or it's unpublished, but yep. the rebate is there. And, you know, car, car dealers or, I mean, car manufacturers, 
they're making a lot of money and they're making a lot of money from financing your automobiles. So if you think about the different ways to buy a car, I mean, you could finance it like we're talking about. And over your lifetime, you're going to go into debt, pay the car back, go into debt, pay the car back. And the best you're going to do is zero. And the reason I say the best you're going to do is that 95% of cars that are traded in, they're not paid off yet. No, wait a second. You know, every time you would trade in a car that you were upside down on a little bit or you haven't paid off, then you're just going further in the hole. You're not even at zero. Well, wait, people don't bring that to the table when they buy the car? They don't pay off that that loan? They don't. It's kind of like when they refinance their mortgages. So, so hey, we, we all kind of uh, grow and our business grows and we're making more money. And um, I live in a neighborhood with a lot of doctors and doctors, you know, they say, well, hey, I'm going to just pay cash for my car. Or somebody goes and they get that, uh, what do they, what do they get? They get the financial uh, piece. Financial piece. That's yeah. right. They get some financial piece <laughs> and they say, I'm just going to pay cash for my cars. And then what they do is they save up the money to get the car, right? Whether it takes you a month or 10 years, you got to save up the money to get the car. You buy the car, you're back to zero, and you got to do what? Start Start over saving. The next one. But the problem with that, Nick, is that you interrupt your compounding. Now, this is where Dave Ramsey is wrong, okay? Is let me give you just an example of what I mean by that, Nick. Is let's say that you had a hundred thousand dollars sitting in an account, and you know you don't spend everything that you earn. So at the end of the year, you had ten thousand dollars left over. By the way, I like easy math. That's why I'm using round numbers. <laughs> and uh, and you're going to earn five percent on that money. Now, by the way, I know you're not earning five percent on your money in your checking account, but if you put your money in your business or you put it in real estate or you do something else like that. I'm assuming you can make more money than 5%. So I'm kind of trying to balance it out in the middle. Yeah. You do that over 30 years. After 30 years, Nick, do you have any idea how much money you have? I don't. You have $1.1 million, a little bit more than 1.1 million bucks. Okay. Okay. But now let's just say that you're going to pay cash for some cars out of this account. Okay. And you know, again, these are just some random parameters, but let's just say that you're going to buy four cars. I'm sorry, you're going to buy cars every four years, starting in the first year, and you're going to pay $50,000 for your car. Now, I know that's a nice car, but if you, if you pay twenty five grand for your cars normally, then just, you know, assume that you're, you and your spouse are going to have cars, right? All right, so wait a second. Listening check here. Yes. So you said that I got 100000 bucks. Yep. I got Ten thousand dollars left over every year. Yep. Thirty-five percent. Yep. Okay. And I'm going to go buy a fifty thousand dollar car every four years, right? Right. Yep. Okay. And and just so that our audience understands, is this is all going to be in our in our podcast notes. You're going to be able to see the breakdown of all of this too. So okay. Absolutely. Want to, want to make sure I'm following all of it. Okay. So remember, we were going to have one point one two nine million dollars. Okay. A little bit over one point one million bucks. We're going to buy eight cars, one car every four years, starting in the first year over a 30-year period. Eight cars. So, you know, if Dave Ramsey is right, then we would have 1.1 million minus 400,000. That would be our balance, right? But it's not. 
The problem is, remember, our money was growing at 5%. And every time we take that 50 grand out, it's not growing anymore. It's gone forever. So you know how much money we end up with? $166,000. So Nick, think about this. Visualize this is that you were going to have 1.1 million. You spent 400,000, but because of the lost opportunity cost on that money, you only end up with 166,000. So the true cost of the automobiles is the 1.1 million minus the 166,000, which is nine over almost $970,000. It's $963,000. Wow. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot of real, that's the unseen. We talk about it a lot. Like there's the scene and you see that interest that you would pay someone else, but that's a, that's a gargantuan unseen. It, it is. And, and it reminds us that we finance everything we buy, regardless of how we pay for it, we finance it. And um, our friend Todd Langford, he likes to say you either pay up interest by financing or you pass up interest by paying cash. And I think that's the simplest way of saying it. And Dave Ramsey is just wrong. And the reason is he doesn't value cash. Yeah, you know, it's, it's very interesting to talk about cash and how, um, how we're losing the value of cash o- over time too. Right, I mean, you know, cash can grow. So when you deploy it and it doesn't flow back to you, it's gone forever and there's a cost. Now, if we could just turn that money around to where it never leaves our banking system, it makes a massive difference. I mean, just in $100,000 and 10 grand a year, we showed where it made a huge difference. We had 1.129 versus 166,000. Now, Nick, do you, don't would you rather have one point one million dollars or one hundred sixty six thousand? It's a no brainer. No brainer. But how many people know how to do that? How many people know how to get that money to flow back to them instead of to somebody else? Does it benefit? Does it benefit the financial institutions for everyone to know how to do that? Absolutely not. Because here's the thing: but the, the financial institutions do not want an educated. Um, United States. They do not want an educated consumer. They want an uneducated consumer. Yeah. Because what are they doing there? It's like a magic show. They're over here saying what? What's the distractor, Nick? You like the you said all the, the rate. The, the rate. Right. The rates. The distractor. Hey, I'm going to give you zero percent interest. Well, how could I lose on that? I guess I can't. I guess I'll buy the car. Oh, you'll, like you'll, you'll you'll put it out for seventy two months. It's just like walking into the casino. I know you've heard me say this a lot of times, but it's just like walking into the casino and walking over to all the flashy machines that you have almost zero chance of winning any money out of. Right. But you're getting free drinks, though, Nick. Pardon me? You're getting free drinks, though. (laughs) Right? Everything is free in this world. That's right. There are lots of free lunches out there. Yeah, that's right. You know, I used to tell people when I took them to lunch to show them what I did is I'd say, now there's no such thing as a free lunch. <laughs> people would laugh just like you did. And, yeah. and you know, um, but so we have to educate, educate ourselves on these kinds of things, which is the purpose of this podcast. 
Now, how big of a deal is this and how, um, you know, how, how, how big of a problem is this out there in the United States with the way people are buying cars? Pretty massive. Well, we, yeah, we looked at that a little bit. I mean, we, we talked about it a little bit. We've got almost 50% of Americans have auto loans. We've got, um, <clears throat> I was looking at this. So at the auto debt, total auto debt from 04 to, the 2012 was a, it, it hovered right about $800 billion. Well, just in the last couple of years, it's, it's bloomed up to $1.2 trillion. We've got in 2017, this is a couple of the things that really jumped out at me. The new, the average new car was financed for, for just over $31,000. It's $515 a month. Mm. Now the, the median income in America is just over $800 a month. Wow. Yeah, you compare those two things. Just, I mean, let those things sink in. The used car financed at a franchise was over $21,000. So I'm, I'm assuming that's like a, a CarMax, something like that. That's about $400 a month. Yeah. I mean, it's a, lot of, it's a lot of interest flowing to other financial institutions. It's a lot of money that we never get to capitalize compound interest on. And, well, it's like and, our, our great friend Nelson Nash says, if if some authoritative power took yeah. all the money in the world and distributed it among all the people in the world equally, in less than 10 years time, 97% of all the money would be back under the control of 3% of the people. Now, by the way, I'm not disputing Nelson's numbers, but I think it's closer to 99% of the money would be in the control of 1% of the people. But what does that 1% or 3% know that we don't know? They or not they we. Know how to get, they yeah. know how to get money to flow to them instead of away from them. It's pretty simple, but nobody ever teaches us that. Did you ever learn that in school? I had no idea. No. And here's the thing is, is we are uh, really being taught to be uneducated. I know that sounds funny, but we're taught to the wrong things about money that, that make us uneducated. We're told to put money in, in Wall Street. How's that been going lately? And yeah. we've been told to let somebody else earn a living managing our money because we're not smart enough to do it, right? Yeah. I mean, it just seems, I think 50 years from now, and um, this, this, the people that are really out there educating themselves about money are gonna look back and they're going to say, um, oh, my gosh, that, that was the wrong thing to do. Why would I have ever done that? And, you know, I, uh, um, you know I, I'm just so passionate about helping people educate themselves, okay? Because, again, this is a participatory sport, money, education. Yeah. You have to participate. Going and hiring somebody, it's not like hiring an attorney. Hey, when I, when I had surgery on my eyes – I got the best guy in the country to do it, right? Yeah. So, and, and I was happy to pay him because I'm not <laughs> going to teach myself to do eye surgery. But, right? But money, and he's a great friend of mine, by the way, but, it, but money is different. We all have to educate ourselves, right? I mean, yeah. Well, it's going on everywhere. I mean, it's not just... It's not just in the auto stuff. I know that's what we're really talking about here, but you, know, you and Jim Anderson talked about it a couple episodes ago about equipment financing. 
Right. And, and Nelson digs into it. He's got a whole part of the book dedicated to this, that this is going on in every business of America, some way, somehow. We see it whether, you know, if you own a, a basic franchise where they're selling you, you know, various restaurant pieces for the franchise, that's being financed some way. And I guarantee you, it looks cheap to finance it. Yeah. You know, that, that, uh, that small truck driver out there, you know, there's a lot of that stuff out here where I live, um, little depots, couple truck, just, they got a couple trucks and they're doing that. And, uh, you know, those guys, they're experiencing the same thing and they're never going to get ahead financing it the way that the, the finance company wants you to do it. Yeah. And, you know, it's, uh, it reminds me that the, the, the auto uh, manufacturers, the auto dealers, the banks, um, the government, um, all, all of these entities, Wall Street, they're playing a game and they're playing it so well that most people in the United States, what? They don't, don't even, even know what's going on. They don't, don't even know what's going on. Like, and that's the thing. You know, Nelson likes to talk about this video, this YouTube video called The Banker. Yeah. And if you go on there and, and just type in The Banker, you'll see a guy sitting in a suit. I actually forgot I only had a T-shirt on today, Nick. But, uh, uh, you know, a guy in a suit, and he's in this big house. You can tell, and he's stuffy, and he goes, oh. And, uh, and, 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 and he starts talking about, oh, the great thing is I'm a banker. Yeah. There's not a lot of us, and we take advantage of everybody else. And you don't even know it. And it's yeah. great. So as long as you won't educate yourself, then I'll just keep on making tons of money from you. And thank you. He didn't say even thank you, does he? But, uh, but you got to watch that video. Nelson does a great uh, imitation of that guy, by the way. <laughs> um, I, I think it's just about understanding. It's like, we, we hey, if you want to go get – zero percent financing with your car i'm gonna sleep the same whether you do it or not right okay but we just want to empower you to be you know an educated buyer right just understand what's going on because the problem is you know we got that that convenient lie line and the and the inconvenient truth line right and most people are just so content to be in that convenient lie line yet yeah. have no idea the magnitude of the cost and what that's what I really like about your car buying example, you know, that money would grow to $1.1 million. Yeah. And it seems okay to go down that convenient lie line that is, that is proper propagated. And, and, uh, when people go get financial peace, yeah, it sounds good. It's yeah. sound, it is an alternative to going and, and paying that visual interest to someone else. Right. But the problem is it's a lie also. Yeah. It's costing you, that's not a little bit of money. $900,000 is not a little bit of money. And what that says is, is that if you are, if, if you're not willing to overcome that, like if someone keeps saying that, what they're saying is, is that you aren't capable of being disciplined enough to, to take care of your money in a way that will allow it to grow to $1.1 million and have the cars. Right. So that's that noise that holds people down. That's, that's a scarcity mindset. Like no one is going to tell me I can't do something like that. Sure. I want to be empowered to make a, a, 
a liberating choice. So when you say empowered, and I agree with you, is why aren't people empowered? And the reason is, is that they are taught from a very young age that you go get somebody that to build your wealth for you. You know, you have to buy financial instruments that a 401k is the best asset you could ever own. You know, all of these things. And it's, and we're, we're conditioned improperly. Our paradigms are wrong. So how you learn this is you have to educate yourself. This is one of the things that when I think about, what we do every single day, and again, the reason for this podcast is trying to help people break away from that kind of thinking. Yep. Break away from people taking advantage of you, like the banks, Wall Street, and, and the government. Pay as little in tax as you are legally required to. Pay yep. as little, you know, uh, or use the banks only for bookkeeping, which means your checking account. And you know, and, and really trying to and stay away from Wall Street. I mean, if you think you're going to win there, then Nick, you might as well go down to those fancy machines you were talking about at the casino, grab that arm, pull it, and think, one of these days, I'm going to make a lot of money doing this. <laughs> yeah, good luck. How do you think they pay for those nice buildings and those free drinks? I mean, it's the pansies, or the patsies, I'm sorry, the patsies. <laughs> the pansies, what's it? Yeah, the patsies, you know, they're, they're the people that say, hey, I'm getting free drinks, I'm having fun. Well, just know that's entertaining, right? Yeah, that's Me, right. I'll go down to the beach and I'll just start, take my wallet out and start throwing money in the ocean because I have more chance of that money coming back to me than if I'm at the casino. Well, I think that, I think what you touched on there is that this is a participatory sport. You got to be willing to take action. We yeah. talked about that a lot lately is, is, is being willing to take action. You, know, you can have this goal of financial independence. You can have, have the goal to say that money buys choices and choices buys freedom. And I'm just on a quest to have as many choices as possible. But what are those small actionable uh, steps I'm going to take? And, and I think that the, well, what we tell people all the time is read Nelson's book. Yeah. You, you, know, you know, be willing to stand in the mirror and say, I'm wrong. That at 55 years old or 35 years old, whatever that is, hey, I'm not right. Maybe, I'm, maybe I've been wrong. Yeah. And, and starting with Nelson's book, whether you get on infinitebanking.org and order it, you go to createtailwind.com and, and, uh, and click up on the top right and, and learn how to get a free copy of it. Whatever it is that you do, that's the first step. We hear that. That's asked of us a lot. Like, where do I learn? Um, you can reach out to us. We're, we are just teachers. Um, the one thing that we, we promise is that when we do a webinar, there's nothing to sell. <laughs> there's nothing to buy at the end. We're not selling anything at the end. Um, it's just geared for you, uh, the, the uh, participant, to go, hey, you guys might be onto something, and I want to learn more. Right. And, and we're just going to show you how to take action. It's all, about, it's all about you being willing to take action, be educated, and, and take control and um, there's a whole network of people like us out there that are willing to empower you to take control in an uncommon way and build wealth in an uncommon way, just like the um, the uh, rebellious and unconventional. Absolutely. And, you know, it's it's when you're going against the grain, once you believe that you're doing the right thing, it's fun. Absolutely. I, mean, I love going against the grain. I don't have to 
I mean, it's, it's funny, you know, when we're watching the news and people are talking about the market going down, I don't care. <laughs> you know, I don't care if the market goes down and if the real estate market goes down, then guess what? That's like, you know, that's like uh, Bass Pro Shops having a sale, you know, is, is when things are on sale, I like to buy them. So if the real estate market goes down, then guess what? I'm buying. That's right. And, you know, it's, uh, it is, you know, just talking to the audience, it's a pleasure to, to serve the people that listen to this podcast and show them these things and, and show them a better way and show them how to get into that inconvenient truth line because that's where you have to live. And the way that you live there with confidence is by having somebody help you. You know, Tony Robbins says, if you want something, find somebody that's doing it or done it and find out what they did and then improve on it. Right. And so that's what we do. And that's the, 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 the really fun part of this podcast is to share with people, let them know that we're here, we're here to help and um, we're here to give. So as we always have something that we're giving away, this is going to sound really kind of maybe weird, but the book, Give and Take, all right, the first three people, now you might be reading it with me or with Nick because now we're going to have to go get it. Brian Buffini <laughs> recommends it. That's good enough for me. And um, so, and, and if I'm wrong on the, uh, the title, Nick, then we'll put that in the notes as well. But regardless, the first three people that go on to uh, the website and email us at info dot, or I'm sorry, info at createtailwind.com will give you the, the um, give and take book. How's that, Nick? Sounds good. Sounds like a, a, a good uh, little Christmas present. Is that in the Christmas spirit? That's right. It is. And, and we this, can, is our uh, last, uh, this is our last episode before uh, Christmas. Yeah. We wish everybody a, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And and Happy Hanukkah. To coming back uh, and talking to you after that. Absolutely. Sounds great, Nick. Thanks for being uh, co-hosting today. And uh, as always, being prepared to share and give your wisdom and and your uh, passion to help people. Um, I always appreciate uh, spending time and doing this podcast with you. Hey, it's a it's a pleasure and uh, thank you thank you for having me on. Want to become your own banker and build wealth on your terms? We'd love to help. Go to createtailwind.com to learn more and schedule a complimentary consultation.